Kentucky Roll Call Podcasts are brought to you by Cornbread Hemp. New year, new you. 2022 by adding Cornbread Hemp to your health and wellness. And extra strength CBD gummies deliver 50 milligrams of CBD and 2 milligrams of THC to help with your everyday aches and pains. Visit cornbreadhemp.com and use the promo code BIGX for 30% off at checkout. Stressful New Year? Don't sweat it with Cornbread Hemp. Bueller. Bueller. Good morning. Tip, tip of the cap to tip of the tip. Be- cat, just the cat, just... Cats. 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 Cats tip. Tip of the cap. Terry Wilson. He's going to throw. Conrad. Touchdown, Kentucky. Touchdown, Kentucky. (laughs) Victory, Kentucky. Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. Rubbish. There's buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable. What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20. 10. 5. Touchdown. Kentucky. Jesus, Rash. Get it together. Yeah, right. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Tuesday to you. February 1st, 2022. Only the shortest month of the year stands in the way of us and March, ladies and germs. Hope everybody's having a great start to their day. We appreciate you tuning in, being with us here on your Tuesday morning, TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Cow. Roush, how are you? Doing well. Doing well this morning. To a degree. We had our conversation off air. Don't know if it's, but you know, if it's if it's just pro- another kind of like weird thing about you more than anything. <laughs> yeah. he, he had to change a stinky diaper, and he just can't get the smell off of his hands. Although he says none of the stink actually touched his hand. So, I mean, it just doesn't make sense, you know? I mean, but how many times have you wiped adult poops? Probably not many. But it just doesn't make sense. I mean, I can just... It's not like commons. It doesn't stick to you. I beg to differ. That's like you're saying you smell like commons, but you never went into commons. Wait, uh, adult poop? It was Brooke, not Duke? No, it was Duke, but Duke takes, like, adult poops. Mm. Yeah. What a way to what a way to start. <laughs> I'm just I, I got, that's all I'm smelling right now, and I don't even have a very sensitive nose, well, and so that's how this show's going to start for me. Walk just, back into the lobby of the station because they burnt something to a crisp, and that smell will be gone before you know it. Uh, yeah, what? True, it smells horrible. <laughs> I don't know bad, what it is. A lot of bad smells to start the month of February. Man. Oh, I also I, I I'll run it by you all in the air, but I might have a fun game for today. You'll run it by us on the air. Off or on air. the air. Uh, well, I mean, uh, I don't know if it's going to be a good game or not, but it it could be fun. I was no, digging through a- some old stuff. It could be a fun, you know, hour number two, like travel through old sports memories. So, okay, you, you're free to tell us on the air if you want, but that's that's whatever whatever floats your boat. We can wait till a commercial as well. Justin, how are you? I'm good. I got some sleep last night. 
feeling good today. I got two more hard days this week, then we're home free. Wow. I shouldn't say hard, just long. I was going to say. Yeah. My days aren't really hard. They're just long. Well, good. Happy to hear everybody is doing well. It is not a game day edition of Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Nope. The Cats don't play until tomorrow when they will host the return game against Vanderbilt. Probably won't be able to go, probably shouldn't go six-minute stretches without scoring like they did to close out the game down in Nashville, but they had a comfortable enough lead, took their foot off the gas, no biggie. We'll probably talk more about that game tomorrow. Doesn't mean we don't have a lot to get to today. Yeah, I've got a lot of I got a lot of different things written down to to talk about. I don't know which one would be like the most important. urgent. Yeah, yeah. I, I here's something that we mentioned the other day. Uh, we mentioned Isaiah Jackson on air. He had his first career start last night. And got a double double. Yeah, twenty six points. I think just uh, ten boards. Yeah, good for him. Totally dominated, which was fun to see for him. Um, just imagine him on this front court if he decided to come back. <laughs> Would be would be pretty would be pretty nasty. Him and Oscar would just be fighting for rebounds with each other. Oh yeah, man. Oscar Sheboy, so good at. I mean, you just tell basketball. Oscar like, hey, don't even try to block a shot because you got Jackson. So yeah, you'd like because that's the only time Oscar doesn't get rebounds is when he jumps to block a shot because then he's out of position for the rebound. But besides that, pretty much every other time, it's his board to gobble up. Man, so good. And then Maxi Tyrese Maxi had a great game last night as well. Including the game winning, I think he had the game, the game, the go ahead bucket, and then um, the closing bucket as well. So, uh, but good for him. Good for him. Man, love to see the former cat succeed. And I think in the grand scheme of things, Jackson definitely will be overlooked because of that season, but also Maxi, just because we didn't get a chance to have a tournament with him. And because the upperclassmen were so good on that team, junior Nick Richards. Uh, Emmanuel quickly, so uh, ha- happy to see them have some success at that level. I I do have a question. His remember when they were they were going to trade De'Aaron Fox like months ago? Is that just not going to happen? I don't know. I feel like the Sacramento Kings are just in a constant state of rebuild. They um, when are they moving to Las Vegas? I mean, they really have to go. They've got to be one of the like like we we rag on a lot of pro franchises for having like awful owners and bad management but like at least the Washington football team like went to the playoffs recently um trying to think of some other like really bad losers hey by the way did y'all see their name came out I thought it wasn't coming out till tomorrow uh it wasn't but Joe Theismann kind of ruined it (laughs) he couldn't keep a secret (laughs) yeah they he was on a podcast doing an interview and he gave it away the commanders yep such a bad name it is a bad name it's the worst washington football team was so much better (laughs) (laughs) it's the worst like of all the choices they had that one's the worst not even like the flying pigs or whatever (laughs) i'm in favor of flying pigs uh but i just to think though like of the worst pro sports franchises out there I mean, the Bengals were one of them. Hell, they're even going to Super Bowl. Are the Kings ever going to? They're so bad. I know division titles in NBA don't really mean much or matter, but they haven't won one since 2003. And that was when they were had like Chris Webber and were in the Peja Western Conference Stoyakovich. Finals. Yeah. yeah. Well, Peja, um, Vladi, who's the GM now, was playing, I think. They haven't had 40 wins they had, uh, at least – I mean, I can't. White chocolate, right? Wasn't he on that team? I don't know. 
not versed in 2003 Sacramento Kings. We named it was, two uh, new. Mike dude, Bibby? Uh, I, I was confusing him with Jason Williams. Jason Williams was hmm. before that, I think. Mike Bibby, though. Yeah. Sacramento Kings. De'Aaron Fox, get out of there. We got to get all the, these Kentucky guys. Go to Sacramento and waste the best years of their life. They really do. In Sacramento. Gosh. It would kind of suck just – I mean, I guess it wouldn't suck if you're that making that much money just to play a sport, but it would suck to if you're De'Aaron Fox and you're like had a great college season, high draft pick, NBA. I've just been killing it, but then everybody talks about someone like Tyler Hero significantly more than you. And De'Aaron Fox is a better player than Tyler Hero. It's no disrespect to Tyler Hero; he's a nice college player, right. but he's on just good teams and a more popular team too. In the a much more popular, yeah, team. yeah. So if I was De'Aaron, yeah, get out of there. I used to have the mindset of like, oh, if you stay and you work hard enough, people want to come play with you. No, not in no, Sacramento. No, <laughs> no. Not in Sacramento. It doesn't happen there. Yeah, so there's a little Sacramento Kings talk to, to start the Suck show. Suck it, Sacramento. I know where I wanted to go to start. I mean, there is there is so much to get to. It's one of those tough shows where it it's which one is which one do the listeners, what topic do they want to hear the most? Uh, we've got a lot. I, I want to... Follow up on the Wolford departure. Mm, okay, let's do it. We can I, do that. I want to make fun of U of L for the Tom Jurich rumors from yesterday. Yes, you saw yes. that, right? Oh man, that makes me so happy. That was absolutely uh, hysterical. I've got you know, I've I've got another NCAA tournament thing um, that I wanted to get to on today's show. John Calipari's coaches show yesterday said several. Interesting things that I that I think are worth getting to. Um, you you lit up most with the Tom Jurich stuff, so let's go in that direction. Yes, yes. You, let's, you, you oh. can you can be my test sample there on which topics are gonna people are gonna want to hear. But yes, so th- I guess there's this insider <laughs> on U of L message boards. What Luther U of L Luther or something oh, like that. Good good job, Luther. And he good name recognition. Uh, even the the most fanboy of fanboy medias are like, yeah, this Luther guy knows his stuff. Like back in the heyday of U of Athletics, you know, two thousand thirteen ish, they if he said something, it would turn out to be true. He was super connected with the old administration, and when he says something, you need to listen. I don't know exactly what he said, but it was basically along the lines of, hey. Tom Jurich went back at U of L, and supposedly there's some big donors saying we want Tom back here too, and there's there's some movement here. Very exciting, very exciting. Roush, what do you think about Tom Jurich going back to the University of Louisville? Hey, you had Patino or Petrino 2.0. Sure did. Why not Tom? Turtleneck Tom 2.0. Here's the thing. Aren't they still paying him? Like a pretty large severance? What'd they, Isn't he, what would they pay him to leave? Like $6 million, $5 million? All the buyouts start to run together yeah, at this point with the UL. I think you rattled off the amount of money, like the many, many buyouts that they've paid over the years. And I think his was the second largest behind Petrino's, which he's responsible for. Because nobody, like, who was, who they, they were bidding with themselves for Petrino's buyout. Nobody wanted that guy except for Louisville. So, even though, like, I, I just love that Louisville fans have all of these warm and fuzzy memories, but they somehow did not make Jurich 
Like they never made him the villain. And I don't know why. Because he kind of was. He's the reason why you're in this mess. Because he was loyal to Patino. He wouldn't unload on him when he should have. And now your 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 pockets aren't deep enough to go get people you want to go get because he dug this deep hole for you. I just I just don't understand why they never turned on him and they're willing as soon as anything gets remotely bad to just run back to him. I mean, it's it's like um what what's the the syndrome uh, Helsinki syndrome? What what is it? You get Stockholm syndrome. Stockholm. Ah, I got my wrong uh, Norwegian <laughs> capital. My, my wrong Nordic capital. Um, yeah, it's like Stockholm syndrome, though. Like they they've fallen in love with their captor. They got to go keep going back. Helsinki is just you have too Spit. much good time on the on the lake, on the fjord. <laughs> <laughs> uh, totally agree with you on pretty much all of that. It seems pretty clear to anybody that this just wouldn't be a, a good idea. Although it was kind of fun watching all the people that like the day Jurch and U of L parted ways. They danced on Jurch's grave, kind of squirm a little bit. Um, because if George came back, George was supposedly just either it was his way or the I-65 highway, and mm-hmm. he would just basically bully people into submission or ice you out from information, intel, and access. And it's just no good way to run an athletic program, but he won a lot, so a lot of people would just overlook that stuff. And then the day he was canned, you had so many media members tell all these stories, and this is actually going to segue into something else, the topic that we're going to get into a little bit later. But the second that he was gone, yeah, everybody, he was terrible. He did this. He did that. He wasn't pleasant to work with. It was fun for a brief moment yesterday of seeing those people have to be like, there's no way. There's no no chance that he clearly kind of allowing their emotions to get in the way. But also probably some truth to it. I just can't imagine a scenario that this would happen. But boy, do I want it to happen. <laughs> boy, do I want this to happen. It would be... Oh, we'd get John Ramsey back on air. John Ramsey hadn't tweeted in months. And he comes out yesterday with, It's true. He wants back... Uh, gosh, let me get the exact one because... Oh, I just, can pull it up. Um, he's got me blocked. Does he have you blocked? Uh, no. Yes, it is true. There is interest <laughs> from Tom. He has never stopped loving L. Let's make it happen. Uh, and the Luther tweet from this very credible insider was, Tom Jurich has opened the door to returning and returning to U of L to prominence. So it's all from Tom Jurich's camp. And supposedly, you remember when Miami had floated around Tom Jurich's name? Yep. Supposedly that was all Tom Jurich yeah. and his people. Yeah, that there was uh, people, national media folk, who were like, no, never even considered that a valid option at the time. I still think if you were, I mean, I, I think if you were a struggling athletic department that maybe has a rich history, I still think Tom George could be worth the gamble. 65 years old, though. Oh, no spring yeah. chicken, eh? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, but athletic director, I don't. it's not the day-to-day of a football or basketball coach, I would imagine. No. Your office hours can be whatever you want, and supposedly they were for George. He never met with coaches. Just go do what you want. If you cheat, don't get caught. Very, uh... Very laissez-faire approach from from Tom Jurich during his first stint. But this is all coming from the Jurich camp. 
Mm-hmm. And I, 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 nothing that they do, this is generally the case with smart people for the most part. Nothing they do is not calculated. It's not incidental. It's not coincidence. So they felt that now was the right time to push their, to make their push, to make their push and say, hey, we're, we're interested. Uh, it's kind of transitioned into like, hey, Jurich wants back. He's interested. He'd love to come back. Everybody keep an eye on it. And it's kind of somehow merged into like there is a mutual interest. I don't think there's who, who, the only mutual interest rumors you've had are that donors are requesting Jurich come back. Which that could be that could be totally made up. Yeah, you could have two people who are very small potatoes donors tell a source. Yeah, we we're, we're telling we're writing to U of L saying we want Jurich back, and it and it could be just totally fabricated, although not fabricated if that makes any sense. Like it it, it doesn't. Yes, they are donors. Yes, but, but it's not anything that like anybody. It's not Joe Kraft who's exactly. coming up to the you're right or Junior Bridgman. But uh, I do think it's like the timing of it, TJ. First off, who who would hire this person? Who's going to hire their athletic director? I don't know. Secondly, um, it is odd that it happened as you've got everybody just assuming that Kenny Payne is going to take the job now. Like you haven't had any other names come out as like some sort of hot name. Like everybody's all just under the impression that it's Kenny Payne's job to accept or not. Maybe Jurich is like, I don't know about Kenny Payne. I got to get in there and make sure that doesn't happen. I don't really know what other timing, how else they could play a role in this. I don't know. Because you're right. that This is happening for a reason, even if it is a long shot. Like I, This is probably going to end up just being a fart in the wind. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I have no idea the 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 rationale behind now. That's just so hilarious. The, that UofL fan base. Really is just a snake eating its own tail. And Mike Rutherford on the Mike Rutherford show, three to six on Big Exports Radio, he said it's not going to happen. Don't entertain it. It's not worth entertaining. But it was hilarious. His former co-host at the exact same time was like, "Yep, folks, something to keep an eye on here. Tommy J maybe coming back to the U.S. Smell, everybody. Time to bring back those turtlenecks. It Dust was... them off of the old cedar chest. So I think like the reasonable folks are trying to caution folks not to get too excited about this. But this is also the same fan base that had a radio show that isn't on at the same time as us, but is on shortly after us, basically saying, yeah, of course Bruce Pearl is going to be interested. It's just it's probably going to come down to numbers. And said that U of L, with the exception of three or four programs, and Trevor said this too, um, could get anybody they wanted. It is a fan base of complete and total delusion. It has been for a decade. You think at some, well, over a decade, you think at some point they would learn. At some point, they'd realize even things that they may think are too good to be true are just that, too good to be true. Uh, Pearl was never going to UofL. I think anybody with the brain was able to figure that out almost instantly. Hey, I, but they I, made a billboard, though, TJ. For Tom Jurich. Bring, bring him back. Uh, they, they did. They make a lot of billboards. What do they do with that money? And, and so at a minimum, even if you... I mean, and I get it. If you're a L fan, you had to love the Tom Jurich era when things were rocking and rolling. But you are exactly in the spot that you're in because of Tom Jurich. And two, if nothing else, you all, for the love of Pete, you brought back Bobby Petrino and it was a complete disaster. Have you not learned your lesson of bringing people back 
shouldn't that be the end-all, be-all sample that you need? That somebody that left on bad terms the first time, when you brought them back the second time, it didn't work. And you're and, and all of them just drooling over the opportunity or the chance to be able to have Jurich back in the mix. It'd be a bad idea, you all. Helsinki syndrome. It's Helsinki syndrome. It's complete and total delusion. It doesn't make sense. But they don't learn, Roush. And it's oh. and there is a like I feel like a lot of Kentucky fans are like Simba with his dead dad with U of L. Just like, hey, U of L. Get up. <laughs> Come on. Get up. This isn't fun. Get up. Be competitive. Do something. But then you just sometimes want to be like, well, your brother, half-brother, brother? Brother, yeah. Scar? Uh-huh. Scar was He Simba's was a uncle. jerk to you forever. It wasn't going to work out with Scar. Why would you ever have helped him? Same with Jurich. What are you all doing? Why are you going to, why are you, it didn't work out with them. He's got you in this mess that has you the laughing stock of college athletics. And that's just the truth, sadly. So on the one hand, I think there is a portion of Kentucky fans that are like, all right, higher pain. He's a great dude. He cares about UofL. And we all think he'll do a good job. And we, we want you all to be better than where things are right now. And then there's another part that's like, you all just deserve everything that's come your way. Everything. But they're not going to hire Jurich as fun no. as it would be. I don't even know who would make that hire. Although they did bring back, they're bringing back some of the old board. Oh, so David Grissom? Nah, no, I don't think Grissom and Postal are invited. But they brought back that one dude who is a big money guy. Um, but supposedly, and he was a big Jurich guy. I hope it happens. I really do. And I know a lot of U of L fans and my U of L friends. They do as well. Just like anything else. With the writing on the wall, same thing with Satterfield. He's not going to work out at UFL. And they're doing this all the, over oh, again. Oh, it's, it's all of it. They're it's, having their week of recruiting fun. They released their schedule yesterday. Did you see it? Yeah. Oh, it's going to be a brutal end of the year at well, Clemson, well, I NC think, State. So here's the go deal. To Kentucky. Here's the deal with UFL. The interesting part that for, for me, they start at Syracuse, which it's a, it's, it's a team that they've dominated. Lately, but if you lose that game, that's a road game. Mm-hmm. You never know. Syracuse seems like first they, game of the year. You got to get it, get all the kinks out. Second game, they go to Central Florida. I would imagine they'll lose that game. What if they're zero and two when they have their first home game on September sixteenth and they play Florida State? One Florida State. Could be all right. Again, that, that's just U of L schedule this year. It's just a, a a schedule of like nine toss-up games and three guaranteed losses. Yeah. Or maybe two guaranteed losses. Kentucky and Clemson. That, that's the interesting part about their schedule. Uh, they basically, with the exception of Central Florida, it's nothing but Power Fives, which I think is pretty cool, good on them, but not maybe good if they want to get a bunch of wins. But they go at Syracuse, at Central Florida, then Florida State and South Florida, a lot of Florida teams. Then at Boston College, at Virginia, so four of their first six on the road. They come back with home games against Pitt. That won't be an easy one. Wake Forest, they've been a solid team as of late. Um, Dorky loser fan base, but a solid football team. James Madison, there's their cupcake. At Clemson, NC State at home, at Kentucky. But you're right, the end of the schedule, it's back heavy. Uh, 
Kentucky's got Georgia as it stands right now before mm-hmm. that Louisville game, which I don't love. Um, I'm just talking about the beginning of the year. They've got this momentum again. They have these good feelings, Roush. They're they're recruiting well. They're doing this. They're doing that. If you're 0-2, what is Papa Murphy's going to look like for that Florida State game? And then, God forbid, you lose that Florida State game and you're 0-3, then it's, then it's good night. They've, then it's goodbye. Even when Florida State's really bad, Louisville plays bad against them. Sure, yeah. they, absolutely. Except, well, you know, except for the Lamar year for the most part, but yeah. it hasn't. Because there was the one game they, colli- I mean, they completely collapsed against them two years ago. Yeah, they and had then, like a seventeen point fourth quarter lead and lost. Yeah, and last year they had a big lead and Florida State came back, had a chance to tie it late. They came up short, but Florida State was not very good. Now on the flip side, what if you're two and zero? And you get two big road wins, and you come back for Florida State. Then their fan base will be popping their collars and shaving the trimming the line beards, all sharp and nice. And it would uh, it'd be good for them. But a lot of risk and a lot of reward for U of L to start their schedule. I don't think Tom Jurich will be the athletic director when the regular season rolls yeah. around. I also love too that like their just fascination with Jurich. It's like he built buildings. He, he, you can't build any more buildings. You're 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 building your Denny Crum one. That I, I drove by there the other day, and they're building something else. Over there by the soccer stadium, you're running out of room to build buildings. You don't need Jurich here to build buildings or hire bad coaches. Remember, like, was it the field hockey coach he hired that was a, abusive or like that? Yeah, there was some. There was some strange. And then you had the lady that uh, went to Rutgers, who's oh yeah, worked for Jurich. That was just a nightmare. Mm-hmm. My father-in-law did not like her. He <laughs> can only say bad things about her. So yeah, uh, talk about just a great ager. You just want to bring them back to build more buildings. Think you can get back to some greatness. Well, well and also U of L's finances aren't exactly in order right now. They're they've, they're paying buyouts like six different guys, and including you know, Jurich wasn't responsible for the Mac buyout, but in an, a roundabout way, he's responsible for the Mac hire. Yeah, because you know the coach that he hired. And gave like third and fourth and multiple, fifth chances. Multiple scandals, yeah. Without without really any punishment along the way. Oh, it's just it's this Never town. It, it's a really there it's the weirdest city in America. And sports play a huge role in it, but there's always something going on in the city of Louisville. We will be back. We've got to, I, now I had mentioned something about how everybody waited till the minute Jurich was out before that they unloaded. I'm going to kind of segue that into our next topic, bring it back to Lexington and Kentucky. This is KRC on the Big X. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Kentucky Roll Call. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Stop what you're doing and head on over to Thornton's. Get yourself some coffee, donuts, breakfast burrito, breakfast sandwich, fresh fruit, whatever it may be. Thornton's has the hookup, and it will be cheaper than going through a fast food drive through place. And by the way, their donuts are absolutely colossal. 
and delicious mm-hmm. and fresh. So stop by Thornton's today. Get your breakfast. Shout out to Kelly Leonardo and Alex Cupper. Text on into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. We'll be able to spend more time on the text line today, the Thornton's text line, that is. So send them on in, 502-414-1450. Any questions you've ever had for the show or anything like that, feel free to fire away on anything today. Roush, uh, the segue that I wanted to make was Mm -hmm. your guy, Freddie Maggard, had a little bit of a person leaves. I'm going to tell you why this isn't such a big deal. That was a pretty... Pretty scathing for Freddie. It was. It was. You know, a little spoiler alert on the Thornton's text line, the the first texter that texted in yesterday. It was almost minutes after the article was published. was, dang, Freddie fried him. And he did. <laughs> he really did. Um, and that's, it's not, it's, it's unlike Freddie. Um, Needs a leader, not a coach. Not I, just a coach. I, um, cause like, it's one of those things, CJ, where I, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to be the sour grapes guy. Like, oh, he's leaving us. Well, good riddance. Here's, here's, here's a foot on the way out the door. You know, like having the spin zone after the fact, can sometimes look bad, but I think if you're, if you're hearing this from Freddie, Freddie's not a big scoops guy. He's just like, I'm going to, here's my analysis of the game. Mm-hmm. And he keeps it pretty boilerplate. Like, you know what you're getting from Freddie. And to hear this side of the story really shows me the opinion that those on the coaching staff had of Eric Wolford. And they might have done a good, like, they, they, like, I guess you give credit to them for never letting it show. I think um, his recruiting successes helped kind of cloud the previous notions on the field. But, um, yeah, no, no words meant about it. They were pissed off that none of their young guys played. And I think in particular, like, you just signed your, your the best player in your recruiting class is an offensive lineman. He's from the city of Lexington. You recruit that school often. Just play him a couple of games. Play him a few more times. What would you say? You're not Freddie, so you can't you can't necessarily answer this. But what would you say to the people that would ask, why wouldn't Freddie have wrote this a month ago? Why wouldn't he have written this two months ago when he didn't like the rotations being made in September, October, November? Why didn't he say this stuff then? Why did he wait till the day that he left to? And and honestly, I don't. It was it was scathing just because Freddie doesn't, doesn't do really that, you know aim for the head all that often, but he did it in this instance. But he was told. I thought it was totally fair for what it was worth. Mm-hmm. He was complimentary of of recruiting. What you said, he was complimentary of the development of taking Kennard to the next level. And Fortner got you know you know who we should have on is Luke. Yeah, L- I, I figure we get him Luke on after the senior the bowl. Senior yeah. bowl practice starts today. And then while Dare had a solid season and probably should come back, he's going to most likely go and get drafted. So I thought it was a fair article for what it's worth. I totally think it's fair. And I thought it was well said and well stated. But there are people, there's a message board thread on it, that are wondering why why did he wait? Why didn't he express some of these concerns while the guy was in charge? 
I would say that it's probably because those concerns weren't um, – you don't think it's a big of a deal at the time, in the moment, especially when you've got you, – you get a little caught up in the all-American hysteria, if you will. Um, you also don't – like I don't care how many times you watch the game from afar, you're not tracking how many snaps every single offensive lineman's going to get. But those guys in the facility are. They, they, they're very well aware of it all. Um, and I, and I think some of it too is like, Freddie's not going to, um, air grievances at certain points. Like, I mean, I, I just, I I don't think he's going to air out laundry in the middle of a relatively success, like one of the best seasons ever as well. Um, but some of that, I know, like. From talking to people outside of Freddie, there was um, there was a lot more friction than any of us, I think, were aware of at the time between Wolford and other members of the staff. And, and I think this is kind of shy, like, oh, well, they did a good job keeping things quiet. <laughs> they did a good job keeping things quiet. And I think what you're going to see with his next hire, TJ, is – Something that was unusual about Wolford is Wolford was basically hired when he was at South Carolina coming up to that last game of the regular season last year. Mm -hmm. He knew he was coming to UK. Stoops was bringing him on. Both Youngstown guys, well aware of one of another. Um, You know, Wolford knew he had to get out, interim job. Like that. It was just a matter of making things happen. Typically, an offensive coordinator, the one hire he will make is he's going to bring his offensive line coach with him. Um, but they went out of order. They went and got a guy uh, before Liam, and apparently those him and Liam uh, at, at times uh, had some disagreements, and I think the next guy you're going to see Liam have a much bigger role in bringing on. Interesting. Yeah. Any names? Uh, the one guy from Michigan is intriguing to me. I think his name's Sharon. Sharon. Um, that one's interesting to me. The, uh, not, was he the offensive line coach? Yes, Sharon oh. Moore. Uh, that one's interesting to me because it sounds like Jim Harbaugh is going to be the Minnesota Vikings next head coach. Man, that would be an amazing hire. And yeah, this dude's been a really good recruiter too uh, for Michigan. So Har- Harbaugh's interviewing with the Vikings in person on National Signing Day. That doesn't scream, I'm staying at Michigan. That's like, Okay, see you guys. His um, second interview, by the way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, that dude's going to Michigan. Didn't so. Michigan win the Joe Moore Award? Uh, yeah. Pretty sure they did. Yeah, so I, would be a awesome hire. I, I think that that – and you, you could still keep recruiting that Detroit area that you had, had to get away from with clean oh, scale. Hey, darn it, Roush, you're getting me all excited. Yeah, so, like, that dude checks a lot of boxes um, – I know uh, the EKU head coach, Walt Wells, um, Louisville wanted him for a job uh, previously, um, and he's been the head coach now two or three years. He previously coached at UK, so maybe Stoops is like, all right, I know this guy gets the fit of our team, so maybe we just get him from Richmond. And then I think also if Cohen's going to be having a, a say in this hire, you've got to think about the NFL route. That there could be some staffer that we're not well aware of that 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 could be the guy. You know, um, I'm tr- I'm trying to think who is that. Uh, like when we when we did this whole song and dance last time, I mean, Wolford had NFL experience. I, I think you could see that happening 
from, you know, if it's not like a Rams assistant offensive line coach, it's a, a Green Bay or a San Francisco, somebody in that McVeigh kind of tree that Cohen knows through the grapevine. I, I could maybe see in that be a possible option as well. Okay. All right. Some some good names there. Something to keep an eye on. Uh, look forward to finding out. It also but, sounds like it's going to move relatively quickly. Like, the, if, if especially the Harbaugh thing happens Wednesday, like m- this time next week, I, th- I would think we would know who it's going to be. So, did you have an issue so much with Wolford's rotations of the offensive line, not getting as many guys, as many reps? Because for what it's worth, Justin Roll in the Cats Illustrated, he thinks that moving forward, you're not going to see the rotations as often as you did under Schlarman. Well. I, I was disappointed that they couldn't figure out a tackle, like because that that like Dare and Darian played a lot of snaps, and I I, I just I, I thought Flax had it in him, but it, you know he'd get in and he it was all downhill quickly, so maybe you give those guys a little bit more rope and mentally there's not as much put on a pedestal. There and I, I also just, um, I mean, like I, I thought we would have just gotten more Jagger Burton just because for the mm-hmm. recruiting aspect sort of things. I thought that too. Um, but like, I'm, you're not ro- rotating Luke Fortner out. You're just even when they were rotating guys, you're not rotating centers out. That was going to be a challenge. Um, but they did a lot of rotating at guard. It's just not having any. Like they have zero tackles with any experience really coming in next year. Like significant experience and. The way that Dare played at times, like you could have, you could have put somebody else. Uh, I mean, Horsey ended up having to do that a decent amount. Um, but I, I just, I wish you could have seen more development at the offensive tackle. Because to Justin's point, that isn't like what Kentucky did on Sharman. What isn't commonplace? It's just not. This is not how a lot of offensive lines operate. So I, I, I do get it from that extent that you're not going to have some guy come in and just completely changes the way he's operated for years. And maybe makes more sense to rotate when you were just running the ball as much as you were because it was just mm-hmm. downhill, downhill, downhill. It'd be good to bring – it made maybe more sense to bring in more bodies. But well, And that's the thing. So, like, um, I think to the point – and, you know, this is a part where it this is on the position coach. It can't be on Cohen. That drive they had right before half against Missouri, you're up – what two score three scores at that point, and that like that's a good time four minute drive. I know it's a crucial situation of football, but like if you know you're going to be running the damn ball, it's a good time to get your reserves in. You know, th- there's there's certain spots where you can work some guys in, and it's not just this high pressure. You, you aren't putting it on a pedestal. So, um, I I was surprised though to hear some of the stuff that has come out of the facility since Wolford left because he they liked what he was doing recruiting. And maybe that and I, I think that's ultimately the reason why mm-hmm. you didn't hear those whispers coming out. Because like it's one thing if somebody stinks at recruiting. Then you start hearing the dirty laundry a little bit more. But when he's getting helping get Barry and Brown and Dion Walker and he's really getting Scott Woodward's foot in the door in that Nashville, Tennessee area those grievances, they're going to keep them between each other until they're ready to, to, to give them the double birds on the way out the door. All right, there's your football update, offensive line edition. 
and uh, did that. It was a it was a good article from Freddie. It was an interesting perspective, an interesting angle, and has I think folks uh, just as excited about who UK may hire for the next head coach. Let's get over to the Thornton text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. We read the first one already. Another texter says Seth Greenberg was saying on game day that Louisville should hire Kenny Payne right now. Do you agree? I didn't get to watch any of game day. Not a second of it. No, we didn't watch one second. We were uh, getting ready for KRC Day at the ballpark. We we were. Uh, recorded it. Didn't go back and watch it. It's just, I don't know. Maybe it's not fair to game day. But I, my my the years of sale. watching game day, it's just always the same exact show. It's just always the same show. But that's the first time I've ever watched it when Kentucky was involved. Obviously, I don't really watch it all that often. Um, anymore, just to begin with, but that was the first time not watching it with UK. So didn't get to didn't get to see it. Yeah, absolutely. If Louisville's going to hire Kenny Payne, they need to do it immediately. Yep. They need to do it as soon as possible. Faster you do it, the better. And I think that if you hire Kenny Payne right now, then you can get a head start on the transfer portal because you know there's backdoor, backroom conversations. Oh, yeah. Those are already going on right now. You'll have a player at a mid-major, and his people will be reaching out to people at Kentucky and other places all across the country and just saying, just so you know, we're, we're interested, blah, blah, blah. You get that stuff all across the board. If you could have Kenny Payne actually kind of facilitating it, making a big board of transfers that they want to keep an eye on, and the second that seasons start to end in March – when teams are eliminated out of their conference tournament and they know there's no postseason, or if there is a postseason, but they they get bounced and they're out and that's it, and it's all she wrote. If he could have a head start on that, it would be really beneficial for UofL. And then, of course, there's still some recruits. There's going to be coaching changes. There's going to be decommitments and stuff like that. If you have your coach in place, it's going to make everything that much smoother and that much easier. Now, would it feel somewhat like settling if you just hired Kenny Payne where you're not really interviewing other guys and you're not getting a chance at some other coaches? Yeah, to some degree. But if you're already if, – if there's a 50% chance that Kenny Payne's going to be the coach anyway and then another guy is a 20% chance, another guy is a 20% chance, and then another guy is a 10% chance, then you may as well just go ahead and and hire Payne. The, um, get some stability and allowed next year to look a little bit better. Although maybe there's going to be a postseason ban. The the one thing that I haven't at the pushback from Payne, it feels like it's coming from the like the the wrong like. If I'm hesitant about Kenny Payne, it shouldn't be because of his lack of coaching experience. I think I would be hesitant because it's like we, Mac was the guy, the obvious choice. Payne feels like the obvious choice here. Shouldn't we thoroughly make sure that he's the right guy and and not kick the doors elsewhere? <laughs> that's a good point. Like, like that that's the part. Um, and it, and it's, like, if you were so sure on Mac, are, are you really that sure that Payne's going? to – You know that that that's the part that would he- make me hesitant. But you know what, TJ? Like we mentioned earlier, they don't learn their lessons at all. That's a good point. They don't remember history whatsoever. So. That part surprises me. Oh, by the way, they play UNC tonight. Yep, 8, 8 p.m. tip-off. Gosh, you have back-to-back UNC and oh. Duke games, and just from like a national standpoint, nobody, nobody cares. cares. Well, but surprisingly, the biggest game of the night is in Lubbock. Did you see Chris Beard's arrival in Lubbock? I did. Jeff Goodman tweeted out a video, and I'm, I don't know what – I guess Texas was – their bus was leaving – 
My guess is they had a shoot around at the arena the day before. That uh, that's pretty customary. And when they went to leave the arena, the students were camping out to go to the game. Yes, yeah, pretty cool. And they just completely swarmed the bus. They were flipping them off. I love that one kid was yelling, "Judas, get out of here!" <laughs> he called him Judas, which is just great. Uh, but it was pretty hostile. That, that that arena is going to be nasty tonight. And Texas Tech, they're the higher ranked team right now. Yeah, I, Texas Tech probably going to win. They're four point favorites, but that's going to be an absolute insane environment. I don't think that Texas team has really panned out to be as good as you think. I swear, it's just Marcus an- Carr hasn't. It's another freaking example of it is not easy to bring in a bunch of talent whether freshmen or transfers, put it all together and have it hit the ground running. What? How quickly Calipari can put teams together and have success really is unmatched with the exception of maybe K because he's had some teams that have had to rely on freshmen, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe K is in the same ballpark. But it, it is, and no, it has not always worked for Calipari. He has had off years. But as consistently as he has just been able to mesh players in, you look at Chris Beard and you're wondering, like, oh, maybe part of the reason you were so successful at Texas Tech is you had got you were coaching guys for two to three years. Well, and, and you'd he, always and he maybe had, have an implant here or there. He did. He did pretty decent with the portal, but he did amazing with the portal. Yeah, he's always yeah. done amazing with the portal. But he's always generally had a stable of guys that know his system, know the way right, he wants to right, play. Right. And then this year for Tony Bennett at Virginia, this is the most like new talent that he's had to bring in, whether it's transfers or it's freshmen. And they stink. So still, Calipari second to none and being able to do that. Of course, he won't get the credit for it and whatever. But I'll also, back to Louisville real quick, Malik Williams suspended. Mm-hmm. I was just going to mention, too, Marcus Carr, career low in points per game at 10.6. And Devin Askew, two points per game in 15 minutes a game. And Marcus Carr went to Texas? Yeah. Didn't realize that. Yeah. Most sought after transfer in the portal at point guard. Not, well, not Remy, Remy well. Martin was one of the leading scorers in the Pac-12, and he's just an afterthought at Kansas, yeah, which is yeah. – I would never in a million I, – I guess Obaji has – Remy's probably just a volume guy, has to have the ball in his hands, has to miss a lot to make some, and with Obaji just being a better scorer, they're not going to do that. Right, right. Which makes sense. But Malik Williams, Williams. suspended. That's a blessing in disguise for UofL. And unless – he's just – even during, like, timeouts when we were at the game, he just seems pouty. He's always kind of seemed like – He doesn't seem like he tries. His body language has been terrible. It's so bad. Yeah. Yeah. And And um, I'm not, like, a big believer in, like, oh, gee golly, body language. Chin up, pal. But if you stink and your body language is bad, then it's not good. One of my – I'm guessing one of my buddies was listening to Mike Rutherford show – um, cause I, I think that's where he got it from, but apparently Malik was being terrible in practice, mm-hmm. just being that same old Malik Williams and, uh, not taking criticism or, you know, coaching. Well. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and Pegase was like, you ran the last dude out of here. You ain't running me out of here. Amazing line. And multiple people have reported that. And yes, the Mike Rutherford show did as well. So, you know, it's probably true. Gosh, I mean, why couldn't Mike just suspend the damn guy? Maybe, send a message like yeah. that was like uh, really. I I, I think I, and none of my U of L friends and they're some of them live in a sense of like when Malik announced like he was coming back, they weren't all that excited about. No, it. 
Because he doesn't bring a ton to the floor. He, you know, it's at times. Yeah, it's it's like we talked about yesterday. But like, he's more of a net negative. You're more in the red, which, which is why, there. like, because he doesn't rebound. He's, do, he's a big guy that doesn't rebound or do anything inside. So because he's always hanging around the perimeter. He is. <laughs> thinks he's a guard. I just I wonder why Mac didn't put his foot down with Malik at all, because it sounds like this isn't anything new. So um, I, I saw some of. Uh, Brett Dawson was tweeting out some of Pegasus' comments from the coaches show, and I I, I thought that, that he handled it well. Like it's like, hey, we've got to. He he sounded like an interim coach too, where it's like we got to play for the front, the jersey on the uh, the name on the front of the jersey. So I, I loved it. I love putting the foot down, and I also love to just how beautifully Trevor Kelsey's uh, Malik Williams, Nick Richards take his aging, just like a fine wine. Um, except a fine like jalapeno and sock wine. The, the sad stinks. thing is, it's probably not any more wrong today than it was when Trevor made it. <laughs> I mean, it's really not. Like, it's aged horribly, obviously, and it's gone. It, it's just, the thing is, Trevor's the type of dude who still will probably try to defend it. But Malik didn't get hurt, or something like that, yeah. while Nick Richards has been in the NBA for, you know, what, two, two years, years now? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Trevor. Oh, it was a horrible take. One of the worst that's ever been spewed on the big exports radio. But I love it. I absolutely love it. All right, let's end hour one. Hour two coming up next. We have plenty more text to get to on the Thornton's text line. I've got uh, several more topics to get to. Ooh, we need to talk about what John also, Calipari said last night. Can we make fun of Auburn, too, in hour number two? Yeah, goodness gracious, Auburn. Whew. Loser. Yeah, we will be talking. we will be talking about... Uh, Auburn. All right, this is KRC on Big Exports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Welcome back for Hour 2 of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Those are the ways to listen on the radio dial. You can stream the show. TuneIn app is what I use. We have a data and hassle-free streaming number. And as always, you can listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Just search for Kentucky Roll Call. Podcast brought to you by Cornbread Hemp. Cornbread Hemp. Now's a good time to learn about CBD. Plenty of health benefits out of there. You can find them all at cornbreadhemp.com. They've got a variety of products to cure what ails you. Whether it's the CBD gummies or the... Little tinctures, the the little drops. They even got treats for your dog. A lot of stuff at cornbreadhemp.com. It's full-spectrum CBD. That means it comes with an extra kick, sprinkle in a couple milligrams of THC to give you the full effect. So just visit cornbreadhemp.com, put in the promo code BIGX for 30% off at checkout. That's cornbreadhemp.com, promo code BIGX. My more recent 
purchase, well, actually it was both purchases um, with cornbread. They give you a little voucher for like a free lotion next purchase. Ooh. And I forgot to capitalize on it the, the other time that I bought some. I bet that's nice. I just want to take a bath in the lotion, just see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to fill up the bathtub in the lotion. Like, can you imagine more comfort? Ease and relaxation. Skin would be just like tingling. <laughs> <laughs> have to have a wheelchair to get out. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah, I'm ready. <laughs> oh, they're great. It really is a cool product. Check it out. It's it, it is tough to kind of explain. It's not like it's certainly not a high or yeah, anything like yeah, that. Yeah, you're not going to be stoned to the bone. Um, it's not a Wednesday product, but it is. Uh, it's relaxing. It's soothing. Just makes your body feel a little bit better, and we could all. Certainly use that. It uh, looks like we're going to get some nasty weather, what, tomorrow night? Yeah. Yeah, freezing uh, icing and freezing rain and stuff. They said we were going to get 6 to 12 inches of snow, no. and then it trended up north, uh-huh. and then now it's sinking back down to the south. So we're going to get a lot of ice, they're saying. Oh, which is the worst kind, and yeah. I'm just I'm just already, especially the new house, trees around, the power lines, i got a bad feeling. Got a bad feeling we're going to be out of power, so... Play it as as we go. Figure it out. Oh, man. Not ideal. Not ideal. Ice really is the worst of the winter. Yeah. yeah. Of really just maybe any weather. Uh, Tornadoes, obviously, not ideal. Ice also just... Remember the ice storm when I was a senior, 2008? Yeah. yeah. We were lucky in that. Was it in January or or December? I don't I remember January. that, but we had two weather events that year that were pretty crazy. Yeah, the windstorm. Yeah, the hurricane uh, school, winds. The school was out a week for that. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, and those were the days, too. They didn't have NTI or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, you were just out of school. We were just out yeah. for a week, and uh, good times. The yeah. ice storm, though, it was – we had underground utilities in my neighborhood, but, like, our half of the neighborhood kept power and the other half didn't. So it was just, like, one of those, whoo, like – I have an off-the-air story about the uh, about the windstorm. Oh. Yeah. Not radio-appropriate. Oh. No big deal. It's like scoots back in the day. Right? No kidding, Texers. Give them hell for not telling it. So I was at a Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, you should text into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Definitely stopping by Thornton's on my way home today. Yeah. Great coffee. Oh, I'll be in Bullitt County today and Meade County today. Ooh, so the home of the Greenway. I'll have to, yeah, the, the Meade County ones. Just business a little slower, so I'm not saying no to Meade County ones. It's still a hike. Um, but Vine Grove, so shout out. Big time recommendation for anybody in the area. During the summer, go golf at Fort Knox. They Their golf course, it's it's... I've driven by it a ton. It's solid. Like I mean, it's it's. it's when did you play at the Fort Knox Golf Course? <laughs> it was uh, like Memorial Day weekend, or so. it was right after I had Duke. How did you the end first up there? Play well because my dad, uh, he was just like, well, we'll play somewhere different, and it's pretty decent. But the thing that's awesome about it, this is the cheap part of me. Uh, when you go into the military base, your first round is free. What? So yeah, you just oh, play so that's for free. why you went there. It's yeah. awesome, and like you, the, like one of the tee boxes, like one green is by the. Um, repository and you have a tea box that's right next to it too so like that's as close as you can get to it anywhere and you're just teeing off right next to where they keep all the gold pretty neat that's pretty cool yeah uh are you familiar there's also a cemetery there too that's nearby so just don't don't hook it left when you get to that hole uh my 
only chip in from 100 yards out was a cemetery. I think I told you this when I was down at Norris Lake over the summer. The cemetery was just feet off the green. It And it was a blind shot, too. For all I know, it could have hit off a tombstone and right. went back in. And I'm sure that's happened a ton. Um, but, yeah, cemeteries around golf courses. If I was buried in a cemetery and knew, yeah. I would like that. Yeah. But, of course, you don't know. You know the uh, the things that have been at Fort Knox before? The things that have been, like, uh, what they've kept yes. there? Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm interested in these facts because I, I do not know them. I know my grandfather worked there for long time but don't he just helped build tanks that's about all i know uh, that's what he would say oh huh. uh the magna carta ever heard of it oh yeah they have a lot of copies of that but i guess they kept one of the ogs at fort knox for yes. safekeeping oh i know one of these you there was the the ship of gold that they shipped over right in world war ii you told that story i think oh, i don't know if i did before. i don't know if i knew that well like they they the british wanted to because they knew that hitler was looting when he would Takeover, so they wanted to keep a lot of their riches safe. Took a boat across the ocean to get it to Fort Knox. Pretty, pretty risky trip. Huh, putting all that uh, gold in a boat. I don't know if I did know that, but that's yeah. cool. I'm gonna have to look that up a little bit more. Yeah, the Magna Carta created in 1215 was just in Old Meade County. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Just hanging out there, which is pretty. And then on top of that, the Constitution, Declaration of Independence, mm-hmm. which is pretty amazing. The Holy Crown of Hungary. Oh. The crown of St. Stephen, his sword, the crown, the little cape thing. That's cool. All that stuff. That was there as well. That was, uh, that's even older than the Magna Carta. And then I didn't know this one. I just looked this one up. But more, uh, tons of morphine and opium <laughs> where they kept all the supplies during the war. Huh. My, uh, I still remember they, it being. They were kept, actually, no, excuse me, actually. They were kept there in preparation of an actual Cold War just in case they needed the medical uh, supplies if there was a war with Russia. That makes uh, sense. Ooh, man. Pretty pretty morbid, too. So it got a little... A lot uh, of drugs at Fort Knox. Got a little eerie around, like, after 9-11 happened, that train track that went runs from Fort Knox up Dixie Highway. Uh-huh. Um, you know, we'd be at recess, and that train was behind our school, and you just see tanks rolling in. It was like... Oh, we're okay. going to war. Like, it, like it's like a ten year old kid. It's yeah. hard to conceptualize it until yeah. you see the tanks being shipped up. But um wow. Fun a little Fort Knox history. Fun for Fort you. Knox facts. Yeah. So I'll be there today. I'll be stopping by Thornton's well on my way. Uh you wanted to make fun of Auburn and I'll I'll have oh my gosh. Watch. Auburn. So first things first. Um First things first. Time. They've been re- they were really silly with their Bruce Pearl stuff. Uh, I, I love that their AD says we've locked him up for life, and it's like an eight year deal. Um, it's not really life. I'm sure there's bouts that make it even less. Um, but that's been a nice distraction for the shambles that their football program's in right now because Brian Harson is going to be hiring his fifth coordinator in about 14 months. Yeah, hasn't he only been the coach for one season? Yeah, so he's he he, he fired his offensive to coordinator and defensive coordinator for one year. Ooh. Um and he hired another guy, Austin Davis, who I believe is more of so Harson's from Boise. He kind of it was almost like they kind of told him you're going to have Mike Bobo and his kind of coordinators were assigned to him. Now he's going back to his West Coast kind of roots. Hires Austin Davis. And a month later, that dude's like, dude, forget this. I'm getting the hell out of here. Um, 
A month, a month later. A month later, he steps down. So now they're looking for another offensive coordinator. And I got to say, TJ, what makes this even more satisfying for me is that I now get to see the, the master spin from the message board angles because of the on three network. And mm-hmm. there's a guy that writes for us, Justin Hawkinson. Hawkinson, yeah. He's actually been on the Big X before. He So I think he's a nice guy, and he I appreciate the work he does. But my God, his spin zone sometimes. Like, there was one, um, one of the messages was like, you got to just respect, hold up, I'll pull up the tweet. Oh my goodness gracious. It was, uh, Austin Davis said the decision was 100% based on personal reasons. Take a step back when evaluating Brian Harson because of Davis's decision. There's a lot going on. And I honestly respect Davis's mental health-based decision. That wasn't easy. What? Don't blame Brian Harson. It was mental health. Oh, buddy, you, you, I don't know how you can breathe with your head so far up his ass. Like, <laughs> God, it's just one time I had Jay Tate on who covers Auburn for rivals. This was back when I first started the Big X Sports Docker with TJ Walker, three to four. And I would do anything to have that interview because my the show is very simplistic. If like it was game day, we'd have somebody on from the opposing team to talk about it. And some people like that radio, some don't. But that's how I did the show back when I first started. And I had him on to preview Kentucky Auburn. So this would have been like maybe the fourteen season or maybe this was, fifteen uh, when they had uh, the one dude with the big teeth. Is there no no that guy was at Mississippi State? Um, who I'm thinking of? It may have been Tony Barbie. Yeah, probably was Tony Barbie. It may have been Tony Barbie, but whoever he it, it was, he didn't. The last thing he wanted to talk about was Auburn basketball, and the, me recapping the interview won't do it justice whatsoever. But he was just like, "Yeah, uh, it, it, it's it, best case scenario, Auburn hangs around eight or ten points for like thirty minutes, and then they'll get blown out because that's what this team does. They get blown <laughs> out. But now Auburn basketball sings a much different tune, and they're just." Pretty obnoxious more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are absolutely rabid on social media, and some some guy. It's I don't think it's a real account because it's the Pablo Escaburner. <laughs> <laughs> said Florida's already sold out the arena for Auburn, but not yet for Kentucky. Please, no one show this to and tags Calipari. Would hate for him to see it. Uh, they they play at Florida three weeks before Kentucky. Florida's not a program that sells out except for, you know, shortly yeah. before the games and whatnot. So dumb. Oh, they really are just sm- like brain. new kids to the block. Mm-hmm. And they just think that basketball is like this new thing. New and kids on the block. Here they, here they go making it so great. Hey, how about this college basketball thing, huh? How about that? Listen here, Auburn. Kentucky has done this with Florida. They've done it with Tennessee. Tennessee has come and gone and then come and gone again. They've who have it? They've done it with Vanderbilt. The Kevin Stallings years, Vanderbilt got all excited about basketball. They've done it with Mississippi State when yep. Stansberry was there at the beginning of the Calipari era. Uh, they've done it with Arkansas. Somebody tried to fight one of the Harrisons on the court. You name it, buddy, and Kentucky's seen in the SEC, and you're just another flavor of the month. Bruce Pearl should have a pretty good program there, but Bruce, he ain't going to be there forever. And according to your AD, he's only got about eight years left on this earth. 
according to the lifetime eight-year deal. <laughs> this will cut. You will come and go. Kentucky is a constant. Suck it, Auburn. UK ranked fifth. How about that? Two teams in the top five. Yeah, that was the uh, big lead on like e- the ESPN crawl last night because they jumped seven spots to, to get into the top five. I saw where Joe Lenardi and uh, our bo- boy Shelby Mass moved Cats up to the a two seed, the number seven overall. So, uh, I mean, today's the first day of February. This stuff is getting real. Uh, less than six weeks away from Selection Sunday, I believe. Five, six weeks, somewhere in that range. Uh, and I think next Saturday we're even going to get that that little NCAA tournament oh, yeah. bracket preview thing. I love so. that. I love that they do that, and I always say it's important to be on there because if you're not on there, you don't know if you're fifth or if you're twelfth. You know, you don't know if you're a five seed or a twelve seed. But when you see you on there and you're listed as a three, then you know, all right, over the next few weeks, if we play really well, we're no worse than a three. If you play really poorly, then you know that kiss the ones, the twos, and the threes goodbye. I love that they do it. One of the rare good things that the NCAA has decided to do as of late. Uh, I kind of had forgotten about that. How about while Freddie took some shots at old Wolford, Jack Pilgrim, busy day for KentuckySportsRadio.com. Jack Pilgrim was not happy with James Crepia. Crepa. Crepia. Crepia. Him and Zach were going in on that guy. Ranked Kentucky 14th. UK ranked 5th in the AP poll. He dropped him two spots. (laughs) They were 12th last week in his poll. Oh, I thought they were 20th in his poll the last week and they had moved him up. I could be wrong about that. I I think he dropped him two places after winning at Kansas. (laughs) That's unbelievable. But you know, but I mean, that really is like how I know that there's a lot more on journalist plate than there was 40 years ago when people were making this poll. They'd write a couple things a week. He had him 20th, moved him up to 14th. Okay. But what Jack was saying was UK was 12th, was 12th. in the poll, right, so right. at minimum you didn't even put them where they were ranked a be- week ago. Yeah. Yeah. About a week ago. 14th though. How do you watch Kentucky play and say that's the that's that's a not a top ten basketball team? It's <laughs> it is it is just why like don't vote don't vote and goodness gracious it was like again I think the excitement in this UK fan base I said it yesterday it's starting to feel like 2015 2017 I. I don't think was you, maybe as crazy. You, you but feel that momentum building. You do, though. and you feel people getting excited about it. I've I've had friends talk about like, would you go to the tournament if it was in Indy? Blah blah. You know, you're getting that those convert. Which, by the way, I don't think it'd be. I, you know, I'm not going to tell anybody how to spend their money. I don't know everybody's financial situations, but you can get pretty good bang for your buck for NCAA tournament tickets in Indianapolis, which is first and second round right now. And you may say, well, I don't know if I want to do that. If Kentucky's not a one or two seed, they're probably not going to be in Indianapolis. Well, the good news is, though, IU could possibly be in Indianapolis. Purdue will, you know, one of Kentucky or Purdue almost certainly will be in there, if not both of them. You'll have other, I think, regional teams. Michigan State potentially could be there. Although I think uh, Pittsburgh... What would be closest to yeah, Indy would be closest to Michigan State, not Pittsburgh. It's weird. They have they have first and second round in Milwaukee, Indianapolis, and Pittsburgh. Yeah. You feel like you wouldn't, you know, you'd spread them out a little bit. Maybe three go south Midwest somewhere. cities. Yeah, really. But uh I don't think it would be a 
Don't think it'd be a bad investment oh. if you are thinking about wanting to go to the first and second round games in Indies to kind of go and, and go ahead and book your tickets now because I think you'd be able to unload them. I was I also think. having a conversation yesterday. I mean, it's there's a lot of stuff to play out, but the chance like would Kentucky end up in the Chicago region? San Antonio. Those are Philly. always those are always tougher. Yeah, it's much harder to forecast, yeah. especially with Auburn. Um, Auburn's almost equidistant between Chicago and San Antonio. It's like uh, eighty more miles or something to San Antonio. I think they'd go to San Antonio just because you'd have so many other options for the Midwest yeah. regional. And at the end of the day, NCAA does want to sell tickets. That's true. That's true. Uh, so if it's equal distance, I think they say, "Okay, well, you are our top priority." But if it's equal distance, we're going to send you where we know the other place is going to just sell out. But if you had, like, Kentucky, Purdue, and a regional... You put that in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah, you know. I agree. Um, Just makes sense. Dollars and cents. Something something to think about, but Auburn fans, they're they're acting a fool. A lot of people are tweeting me and just saying, because look at the secondary market difference between UK and Auburn tickets. The UK ticket is still much more in demand. Um, I haven't checked that out, but I'll go off I'll go off their word. And speaking of the tweeter line, uh, our good friend Hudak Cats fan said, I've asked this before, but if Harbaugh does take the Vikings job, are we worried about Stoops in Michigan? Nope. I think it's too late in the game. Yep. It's February. Now, again, you don't know if they, what if they just offer him a crazy amount of money and it's too hard for Stoops to say no. There is, it does seem like Harbaugh would be putting Michigan in a pretty bad spot if he does leave. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Oh, didn't I, you lose a position coach to Notre Dame? Running backs coach? Delane McCullough. He, yep. was, uh, he was a guy that I had on my. My my short list when UK was looking for a running backs coach because he previously coached with the Chiefs. I'm pretty sure his son is coming to play quarterback too. Or actually, he's already there playing quarterback. So really, we'll see. We'll see about that. Interesting. Uh, Auburn also hired a former Wildcat, uh, Jared Tucker. Do you remember that name? He was no. in he was in UK's 2014 recruiting class. He didn't last long enough mm-hmm. transfer to EKU, but I thought that was small world. Uh, but yeah, no, sorry, who that cat's fan? I'm just not, especially right now. I mean, he just hired his brother to come to UK like they've got a pretty good roster for next year I don't think you're abandoning that to that's that's gonna be a a tall task to replace a personality like Jim Harbaugh fresh off a college football playoff appearance like I know there's gonna be folks attracted to that job I don't I don't I don't think Mark Stoops though is eager to get up there it's one job I was worried about, but the timing, who that Cats fan, makes me feel a little bit better about the whole situation. If this was December and they had an opening and Kentucky was just you know prepping for Iowa or just finished its season, I'd be a little bit more nervous. But Roush brought up some good points. I, I, I'm not as concerned, but it would be at least something that we would monitor, keep an eye on, as I'm sure any U.K. fan would. I wanted to finish my point with James Krepa, Krepia. 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 Well, I wanted folks, like, you know, while he was just getting buried on Twitter, he didn't even acknowledge it. <laughs> you know, it wasn't like, hey, I goofed, or, yeah, it was a hell of a win, that's why I moved him up six spots, but I, I, I you know, I had him, I had him so far, I'd do this. You know, he didn't explain his rationale, which is kind of embarrassing. Or- like, you're, you're, you're getting more mentions than you've probably gotten in a long time. You can't explain yourself? Maybe he's like, ha, they think they're going to get to me. Ha <laughs> ha, I'm going to keep on voting no matter which way. You can't mess with me. 
I'll do whatever I want. King of the castle. Which I don't blame him. Text on in 502-414-1450. But they just, if you don't, if you don't know what you're voting on, don't vote. I liked, uh, forget who it was, but it was a KSR writer. It was like, I think you should have to put your top 25 in a story and release it with your publication. Don't think that'd be a bad idea. You'd see how many voters would be like, ah, you know what? I don't think I'm going to be voting this year. Yeah. I'm uh, kind of busy. I'm going to take a step back. That's a good point. Like, make a story more, of it. More work, yeah. One, you know. Also, that's easy content. It is easy online. content. Yeah, like Jason Frakes does that every week. Rick Bozich, I think, does it anyways. I think Crawford maybe does it. I don't know if Crawford has a vote. But one of those two guys does. The WDRB guys that were staring darts at Roush at the Yum Center on Saturday. <laughs> Let's get back to this Thornton's text line. Texter says, if Rodgers doesn't go to the 49ers, Tom Brady will. Not a chance. Tom Brady, no. He's, he's why, why he would he? that climate. Well, why would he want to move from New England? He's not going to down to Tampa not, Bay. He's not going to the Forty Niners. So dumb. He's like Scoots over here. He, he's got to have that warm weather. That's right. <sighs> All right, let's go to our last break. We'll come back. We'll a lot of text to get to five zero two four one four fourteen fifty on the Thornton's text line. Uh, probably a few other tidbits here or there. Some UK players on award list. If that floats your boat or you're interested in that, watch list season. It is watch list season. This is KRC on Big Exports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin K. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. Nobody steals from Creed Bratton and gets away with it. The last person to do this disappeared. His name? Creed Bratton. Two, three, four. Welcome back. One final segment, Kentucky Roll Call. Nick Roush is going through his old sports card collection. Oh, yeah. From when he was just a little boy. Old T.O. rookie card. Cordell Stewart slash. He was a stealer. Mm-hmm. Lawyer Malloy in the mix. Got some good ones in here. Was that the game you wanted to play was just read cards? Well, the game was going to have something to do with you all figuring out what school they went to or something like that. I, I, I thought there would be something where you could randomly pick a card and then go from there, but eh, it was a stretch. It's going to be a stretch. So I wanted to bring it up off here. They're the bus, LT, Ladinia Thomas. Oh, you know why they called him the bus. Justin, you know this as a Steelers fan? I don't know. He was afraid of flying. Is that true? No. Oh, okay. It's from the office. That sounds good. It's from another, another <laughs> I love just getting Justin on office jokes. <laughs> I mean, now that you could do that every day. Uh, we try to most of the days. We do. Ooh, Tim Couch. It's a great card. I know him. Never he went to Kentucky. One. I got that one. Yeah. <laughs> Best Browns quarterback of all time. Yeah, man, and we talked about how brutal it's got to be for some of these fan bases. Browns really got to be, like, the Browns, that was supposed to be them doing this right now. Instead, it's the Bengals. Hey, by the way, L with another nice football commit. Four-star. I think Rivals has him a three-star. And you know this, we go by Rivals for football. 24-7 basketball. Wow, here's a blast from the past. On three for toilet paper. John Sunvall, did you know he played 
in the National Basketball Association? No. He's the guy on the SEC Network we get all the time. Oh, well, you should tweet him that picture. Yeah. Miami Heat. I've got. Good for him. Yeah, good for good for UFL. Getting a little recruiting momentum. I'm sure it will last. Sure it will last. It is, you know, if you're a UFL fan, you have no other choice really to get excited about it. It is mm-hmm. good. But at the end of the day, and that's the that's the dilemma UFL fans are in. They, I think they all know that they're going to do okay mm-hmm. in like the ACC, but they just feel like on a national level they're not, and they get the reminder in the Governor's Cup each and every year <laughs> that they're just they're not where they want to be. Yep, and they don't know how to really make up that ground. I'd start by maybe winning your division in the ACC and go from there. Not but uh, no doubt about it, some some nice pickups for U of L football in recruiting. Um, off season, I'm sure they're going to have a lot of hype. Hey, have we heard anything on a UK spring game yet? Not official date, but I would say um, if you're one a tentative time, the week after the Final Four, if I was planning, might be a good time to do it. Just you know, might be a good time. All right, they'll officially announce something. I think in the next uh, Saturday. Weeks. Saturday or Friday. I think Saturday. Do Saturday. I think it's Saturday. Do Saturday. Like, if they just do it right, it can be a fun, big thing. I think Saturday. Like, no, you're like not going to have 65,000 people there. But if you do it right, I think you could get 30 to 40. Good recruiting. You get good weather. The only problem is, is they don't like conflicting with Keeneland. But, like, do you really want to go to a spring game at night? I don't, I don't know. Just doesn't feel the. That is the issue. Yeah. It's tough. Hmm. So, I don't know. We'll go from that. Yeah. I got some McDonald's All-American cards in here. Rondo, McDonald's All-American. Oh, That's yeah. That's pretty cool. Former Eastern great. He yeah. went to Kentucky. OJ Mayo. He did. JJ Reddick, McDonald's All-American Duke. card? Dude. What about James Worthy? I don't got that one. Oh, come on, Scoots. You I'm don't sure, know James Worthy? I'm sure I'll know it when I hear it. North Carolina. He oh, was okay. on the yeah, team I that did, Michael Jordan that. won. Yeah. yeah. Daryl Griffith. Where'd he go? Uh, Auburn. <laughs> <laughs> he was at the game Saturday, Justin. Big old guy. Oh, God. Yeah. I knew that, too. I'm <laughs> done. I'm done playing. Oh, man. That could have been a fun game. <laughs> <laughs> How little do Scoots know about sports? Let's get to the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Cats to win the title, plus 1,200. Potentially tastes and sounds like some elite cheddar. I just, I, bet, I, it, I just bet it at 1,500. Yeah, fifty. We were were we looking that up on? No, I think it was with my other friends on Sunday. I was looking it up where they were at, or was it with you all? Um, so one place had it at fifteen, and then another place had it at twelve. I think both those are pretty darn good odds for a team that I think has as much potential and as solid as a roster as anybody else in college basketball. So normally, too, generally you, you cannot find good odds on Kentucky because a lot of UK fans just bet it just from emotional standpoint they just want to have a winning ticket if UK does win the title so normally even when UK is halfway decent pretty solid you'll see it at like 900 800 probably only going to go up too so 1200 if you can get it hell yeah plus 350 to go to the final four see that's not amazing juice no but if you feel good about Kentucky winning four tournament games then hell yeah plus 350 is better than than nothing see the reason I don't think plus 350 is all that great well Never if you mind. think about it from a money line standpoint, and you're just betting them money line in each tournament game, yeah, then yeah, you're right. It's not like parlaying those wins together would make 
more sense, I think. But mm-hmm. yeah, just throwing that out there. Just throwing that out there. Um, another, we got conference winning odds. Right now, Kentucky is at uh, plus 700. That's because Auburn has to slip up. That's true. Yeah. That yeah, is two a, games that is back. That's a tournament championship. So, yeah. Wait, that's the conference tournament that's championship? That's just conference winner. No. Oh, no. okay. Which is dumb. Uh, I, I would have liked to, to see the SEC tournament odds. I wonder what those would be. Texter 5024141450. Roush, I saw your tweet about the real ID ordeal. If we just have a passport and standard ID, will we even need a real ID in the future? Also, explain your poor experience if you don't mind because I'm interested. Oh, I didn't see your tweet, but I do need a new passport. So what's the dealio? So from my understanding, and, and that's what's really dumb about all of this is like they're just like we're going to give you more options, and they always advertise that on the commercials about moving your driver's license out of your. We don't we don't need more options. Just give me a damn license, okay? Uh, long story short, I was just going to get a real ID because I've got to get a new ID. So it's like, well, I'll just get the the real the grand poobah, and that one works as a passport, right? Uh, just for flights domestic, not oh. international. Oh my god. But if you don't have a real ID or a passport card, then you need your passport to fly domestically starting in next year. Um, and the problem, my passport's expired. So if, if you have – I even looked online to see all that I needed, and I thought I had everything I needed, but apparently my certified copy of my birth certificate wasn't certified enough. She's like, this is – well, no, it's not blue. It needs to be blue. This is a copy of the copy. And I'm like, oh, my. It has date. It, it was very frustrating. Luckily, um, my dad ended up finding my original birth certificate. Uh, but like this stuff, the amount of stuff that you need, it seems a bit ridiculous. Like I have, if I have a current driver's license and a social security card, what? Why do I need anything else? Yeah, like I agree. it's just like it's you're being over like, and that's why you know not to get political, but like. All of the the fight over should you have to have an ID to vote? In theory, yes. If it's very easy to get an ID, then well, sure. This, this but is this, the, is, this a, is the real ID. But yeah, and it's just because a, you've never had an issue getting an ID prior to this, besides maybe long lines and incompetent employees at the DMV. Right, right. It's just a pain. They're in just, the ass. but like, that that's like it, you're, it's annoying. You're spot on. If you have a driver's license and your social security, I mean, really, you can make a case if you have your driver's one driver's license. license why good. wouldn't it work? But right. if you have those two things, or even if it's just a birth certificate, even who gives a crap if it's what, a copy? What do I need a damn birth certificate for at my age? Oh, I do like I get, you only need birth certificates just to make sure your kid can play little league sports. Like I, I do not understand. It, it was it was silly. It was dumb. Uh, but at least now you can call and get appointments. So like, as soon as I got there, the lady was like, "Oh, you've got an appointment. Let me see your documents." So I didn't like waste a bunch of time. That's good. Yeah. So at least it was that. Um, but now I'm gonna have to do it uh, again. It's gonna be a pain in the butt. And I just I feel bad for people. Like in Louisville, we have three locations we can go to. In a lot of rural areas, it's it's not that convenient. So. Ooh, but fewer people in ruler areas. True, but just make sure you plan ahead and you got all your right stuff. Yeah, always good to just look on the website to see, and this is like the same for restaurants or whatever it may be, just to see if you can book an appointment, reservation. 
I, I can't uh, any like I only go to it's not the Mac store or the Apple store, but whenever I have to go get like a new phone or a case for my phone, the AT&T store, you got just the people that don't make appointments, yeah, you're which screwed. you wouldn't ever think that you need to make an appointment to go to the AT&T store. But once you go there and you're sitting on a couch like a loser for 30 minutes and then they ask you, well, did you make an appointment? And you're like, no. And then they just keep helping the people that did make an appointment. It's enough to learn the next time you go to like, make an appointment. I, I need to make an appointment. Same goes for ID and all that stuff. At least, you know, look it up. That does sound like an ordeal. Yeah, yeah. It's it. It should be. Here's my ID. Bloop. Go right ahead. But kind of a pain in the butt. And I, that that was the part that annoyed me is I thought that I was prepared. I looked up ahead of time. Still wasn't prepared enough. So, oh well. Uh, I know some people didn't have as much difficult time as me, but I'm still just gonna take an opportunity to bitch about the government. It's fine. Anytime. Any and every time. Kirby, just when you start to feel bad for some of their misery of U of L, they go and outdo themselves. How freaking otherworldly insane are these people that they actually are lobbying wanting Jurich back? Am I taking crazy pills? These people can't be that stupid or ignorant. Well, you can't they, they want to win. <sighs> I'm not taking crazy pills. And also UofL basketball was good under Jurich, but you also had a Hall of Fame head coach that is in the conversation for one of the better ones. I wouldn't say the best, but one of the better ones of all time, certainly in the top ten. Did what? You think Two that, Final Fours? You think that had something to do with UofL basketball having some success? And or three Final Fours in that time, yeah. Three. Yeah. But plenty of Elite Eights. You know, a lot of, it was good. It was good basketball. It was a good basketball program. But you think that maybe was a Tom Jurich thing, or you think that was a Rick Pitino thing? And you could say, well, he hired him, but sure, he made a good ba- he made a good hire for a good basketball program. Ooh. Most people should do that. Ooh, also, people forget that the coach that you wanted to bring back this time around, Jeff Brom, you really wanted him. Uh, Jurich ran him out of town. Yeah. And he ran him out of town to keep Steve Cragthorpe around, uh, ran the whole family out of town, and there was a snowball's chance in hell that Jeff would have ever taken that job if Jurich was there. Yeah, so with Jurch, and Jurch isn't coming back, Kirby, right. but it is hilarious to see them do all that stuff. Oh, boy. And also, UVL Athletics just hasn't taken the jump that anybody, that the UVL fans were hoping since they've joined the ACC. Like, oh, women, yeah. women's basketball is great, but it's been good for as long as Waltz has been there. Baseball has been fine in the ACC from a competitive level, but they did have a pretty bad season last year. But football and basketball just have what do they have? Two ACC tournament wins in basketball, and they've been in the conference since fourteen. True. It's not yeah. good. It's not many. Hey guys, Beasy checking in. Just another stupendous development in the Malik Williams is better than Nick Richards argument from the big teddy bear, Trevor. Ha! Got him. Beasy, how you doing, buddy? That was his first text in a long bit. I know you nailed a deer on the roads. Hope you're okay. Yeah, it's rough. It's like one of my worst fears. Oh, especially when you see him real close to the shoulder. You never oh hit a deer? Gosh. I've never no, hit a deer? No, I've never hit a deer. I've freaking Pekins. Oh, that was pretty common. Deer than people. It's Have true. you hit a deer? Absolutely. I've hit two deer. I haven't, and had one deer hit me. Oh, what's the difference? Um, so I had Did to... one s- of them sideswipe No, so I had to stop in the middle of the road one time. There was, a, there was a mom deer in front of me, a doe. So I stopped my car and out of the woods... Comes this little baby deer, runs right into my driver's side door. <laughs> That's I was like, what are you doing? I'm sitting in the middle of the road. 
Like, what an idiot. It didn't, like, dent it or anything, did it? It did. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. How, how were your cars when you nailed the two deers? Oh, they were okay. I mean, it was nothing serious. One of them was just a barely, I barely hit it. It was able to pretty much hop over my hood and run off. It is just, it, it's probably my, like, people sometimes are scared of, like, bridges, you know, or they're scared of heights or mm-hmm. bugs. Mine, honestly, is probably hitting something while driving. Because, one, it could happen at any time. Two, you have no control control uh-huh. over when or how it happens. Now, you can control how you respond to it, but another fear is, like, what if I'm driving and there's a car next to me and they see a deer and they panic and they just swerve into me or something and we get in this terrible accident? So it is probably my – but is it an irrational fear or is it a realistic fear? Old Scoots has hit two of them. Scoots, you and anything that with wheels just doesn't seem like it works out well. Yeah, well, I'm not a, not a big wheel guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, BZ hit one, and it like I think totaled his car. But I'm wow. glad he was all right. His kid wasn't with him, luckily, and I hope you're doing okay. Um, but yeah, it's always scary. Gosh, there was a drive home from spring break one time in Florida, and I was I had the first leg, and we left at like three in the morning. And I swear, it was this old little county road in probably Alabama, and there were just a thousand deer all hanging out on the side of the road for like two miles. <laughs> And I, it was the the most nervous, paranoid I've ever been because I was just like, who's going to, what if they hear a loud noise and they all, you know, oh, it was so terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I also, uh, do you ever hear those, those weird bird? Uh, oh, it's like a, like, it's a very distinct sound and they come in flocks in the fall. And I'm just, I'm in fear of being pooped on by them. A goose. No, it's not a goose. They're like a something squall. They used no. to make fun of it on uh, on Matt's show. They would play it in the background of when Kentucky Joe would call. I do remember living at the dorm rooms at UK. Oh, wow. And when they'd have to scare the birds away that with would, the fireworks. Sometimes they that you get jumpy when you weren't expecting it. I can't it. tell you how many naps were ruined by just, Yeah. Because, <laughs> so for those who weren't around, uh, the, the South Campus in the last 10 years, yeah, they have to shoot little, like, screaming fireworks into the tree so birds just don't poop all over the place. Literally ruin the campus with their poop, and we're, we've come full circle on this show. We started with poop, we're ending with poop. It's a big old poop special. Let's wrap up this text on 502-414-1450 on the Thorns text on TJ, do you know what today is? What's today? It's Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. Salsarita. Why can't I say Salsaritas? Salsaritas. Mm. Salsaritas. Two locations, one in Middletown, one in St. Matthews. Uh, I tried to make my own homemade Salsaritas last night. Doesn't hit the same. Doesn't hit the same. It was a valiant effort by my wife. It was delicious. But the carnitas, not quite the same. You can get delicious barbacoa out there. Um, They've got fresh steak. Their steak really does hit different, along with uh, the spicy salsa. You can do it in a quesadilla, a burrito, or a quesarito. Get really fancy. Pair them with that wildly addictive chips. You'll have a great Tuesday at Salsaritas. Oh, do you care to comment on eating dinner before 6 o'clock yesterday? Oh, I eat a lot of dinner before 6 o'clock. Hmm. A lot of times. I didn't realize you were such an old man. Get hungry, man. And Duke will want a snack, and it's like, no, let's just eat supper. So you're not just... You have to eat something after, though. Like at eight, you have to have a snack or something. Not with his new diet. Yeah, no, not really. Oh, he keeps his diets. (laughs) 
Yeah, I, I did not last night, no. I was done eating at like right at around 5.50. Haven't eaten since except for that granola bar I had at the hour oh, break. Gosh, I forgot about my nanner. That's going to have to be a Mead County nanner now. <laughs> it's too late. Unless I'll just gobble it down real quick right now. I think you can. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. You think so? <laughs> Texter, Tuesday is the worst day of the week, and not having a game to break up the monotony is a damn shame. It really does suck. Hey, at least you all get a game tomorrow, and you don't have to wait till Saturday. Yeah, but... I will say, I can't believe I'm saying it. The Wednesday game, when we had the Wednesday game not too long ago, it didn't bother me as much. And really... The thing is, you just have to get through your Tuesdays. And I'm going to be so busy today that I'll be all right. So I actually have not hated it as much as I thought I would. I mean, the back end of the week does go faster. Sure. But the issue is tomorrow, getting to the game. Oh, yeah. Also, that Long crowd. Days. It's a Vanderbilt. That crowd Wednesday is going to be terrible because of the storm. Oh, yeah. And that's Vanderbilt. True. You think they might move it up? Was it a seven o'clock tip? Or should it not? They should just move it to four and put it in memorial. <sighs> That'd be man, awesome. You want to talk about now, like not having to worry about having a slip up or like a sloppy bad game? Mm, man, that might be a post on KentuckySportsRadio.com today. Oh, you gonna credit the originator? <laughs> HTT. That tip, TJ. <laughs> oh, you can just take it for yourself. I don't care. But if you don't do it, I'll be suing you. U of L has the most insecure obnoxious, delusional fan base in all of sports. True definition of little brother. They have some success with the dirtiest dirt bags, and they have no moral compass to distance themselves from those people. They are just so consumed with keeping up with UK, they will sell their soul again to have a little more success. Side note, but Rutherford still is just, his, his big concern with Kenny Payne is Calipari's coaching tree. Kind of going along with that text. Who cares? Then go hire the coach that has the best coaching tree. Or that falls that is a that is a fruit of a bountiful coaching tree. Go <laughs> go hire that coach, whoever that may be. And the thing is, if Trevor just ever really paid attention during that show, he'd be <laughs> like, All right, name a coach that falls from a good coaching tree that you want. And I bet Mike would not have an answer. Also, like how many does Cal have? Uh He's got he's got a few, and so they haven't Tony really Barbie worked out. Hasn't been yeah, hasn't Orlando and Tigua didn't work out. But you also got to realize the jobs that they took at the time that they took the job. Auburn is finally committed to basketball, and no offense, yes, Bruce Pearl is a much better head coach than Tony Barbie. South Florida was always a bad job, and Calipari advised Antigua not to take it. Robick was a head coach for a little bit. Passner hasn't done too much, although did win the ACC tournament. It's not a great coaching tree, but. Also, there's a reason why he has I mean, assistance does, for as long as he has. Coach K doesn't have a good coaching tree. Like yeah, Woj didn't work. Bray's been okay. Capel. Wait till John Shire. Oh, boy. The coaching tree thing is such a weird angle. Oh, it's so weird. A texter, morning, a good, guys. That's a good way, though, to, like, here's my concerns that aren't really valid. Like, it's a, it's an easy cop-out. It's like, I have concerns. But they aren't like, you know, racial or inexperienced. Like it's it's like let's find the most uh, random concern possible. Yeah, so it doesn't really matter. But you you he, aren't going. He hasn't all had an assistant guy. coach that has been a, a great head coach until you do. It's the same thing with they when they say that like basketball coach. Well, he hasn't made a Final Four until he does. You could hire a guy that's been to a Final Four. All six of them. Not a whole lot of them out there. 
texture says, Morning, guys. I'm no game shark, but UNC giving three at Louisville seems looks pretty solid with Malik out. Have a good one. Or is it going to be a benefit with Malik out? Mm, that's a good point. Yeah, I went ahead and took some more points too, TJ. Same. I bumped it up to five, got it to plus 125. I, I, I think it'll probably be a close game. but maybe, I rolled with you on five. Maybe free, maybe free throws. Are you going to be jinxing it left and right? I'll be oh, w- we're locked on five. I'll They're old, up by seven with 30 seconds to go. I'll be working, so I'll be lucky to see it. Goodness gracious. No time. Great balls. No time. Five zero two four one four. You just don't jinx bets, Justin. I wasn't a leave jinx well, bet. Leave well enough alone. I wasn't a jinx bet. We were well on our way. The pace was good, and then you just had it. You're locked in. You got it. I'm never getting invited to a sporting event again. No, you sure aren't, buddy. <laughs> Did you uh, hopefully at least getting home? You didn't get lost. I didn't. <laughs> okay, no, good. I was. I was able to. It's a smooth transition back to the other side of the river. Because when we all went to, well, we didn't all go together. But when we went, we met up beforehand for Oaks. Justin got a horrible experience on his way home. Got lost for hours. Phone was dead. Was just roaming around the South End. TJ's wife wouldn't give me a ride. That's not true. I left. I, this was a stipulation. You got a free ticket, buddy. I don't want to hear it. That was a stipulation was when I leave, we're not messing around with having to drop you off. You knew that. I and did. you still wanted to park at Roush's house and not park any closer. So uh, zero guilt on my end. What a dumbass. Morning, guys. I'm no – already read that one. Any chance Cohen leaves for the Rams offensive coordinator job in a couple weeks? Uh, Their offensive coordinator left? Didn't know that. I think he got hired somewhere else, or he's going to maybe get hired somewhere else. Um, I would be concerned. Yeah. I, we also uh, – yeah, that would be concerned if that's if he's like a legit candidate. Yeah. Especially if they just won a Super Bowl. Hey, go coach a Super Bowl team. No, I hope not. But I, I will say, though – You couldn't really it, blame him if that happens. It's not going to be as appealing as some other coordinator jobs, though, because you're not the play caller there. I would think that where well, he would want to go, he would want to be the play caller. Well, sure. I think anybody naturally. You kind of put your fate in your own hands at that point. But you'd also be hitching your wagon to a coach that isn't going to be getting fired. You could be the fall guy a couple of years down the road if things went totally south. True. And, you know, he's a pretty good play caller at that, McVeigh. But, uh, anyways. I would think that that's the biggest negative of that job, though, is. Not going to be calling plays. Texter says, up to number two on Ken Palm, third in offensive efficiency. We'll just think if Calipari ever runs plays, though. Yeah, needs more plays. Then you're at you're talking one or two territory, for what it's worth. I'm at least happy that I am willing to acknowledge my illogical takes as they're happening. Like, I know it's dumb, but I want easy layups. Who would replace Harbaugh at Michigan? You think they could get a fickle? That would be the... Fickle, Campbell. Fickle and Campbell probably won too. Uh, it's just going to be devastating for a team to lose a coach this late. Mm. But that's the way that the world works. I'm going to need some proof that Edward Jones financial consultant and Governor Andy Bashir are not the same person. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Aldridge. Oh, that's a good text for the old Big X listeners. I'm going to our uh, that one was sent over twice on the Wolford stuff. Freddie is definitely a locker room guy. No way he'd stir the pot on his own. Let interior things happen inside. I respect it. 
I don't think expressing those concerns, though, would necessarily have to be definitive pot-stirring. If you were disappointed with the way the rotations worked on the offensive line, that's something you can mention at any point in the season. Healthy criticism is good journalism. Yeah, and I, but I think like the offensive line play was so good that that's something that kind of gets you know it's an afterthought when you're in the heat of the moment I agree with week that. to week. Like I agree with that. How many young guys are playing is something you don't normally ask. And I don't read every Freddie tweet and I don't listen to every Freddie podcast. Maybe he did mention those concerns. And Texter, you are right though to say that he's not a leader and he's just a coach. Now that is stirring the pot, and you're probably right about that. You're probably right that there's a time and place for that. John here, good morning. But I still also think you could express that in other ways as well. But anyways, John here, good morning, buddy. So last Saturday I went to auction and bought a set of lockers for 25 and 420 spools of ribbon for 750 Going to sell that ribbon too. Just call me the ribbon man. I can get ribbon for you. Found tons of other things as well. Made a video of it on my YouTube. Local John, 1812. Great year. Does any of the excitement make you want to go? Well, got to go talk to you later. Well, you kind of spoiled the video. <laughs> but I do think that you, you – what was that show that oh, did the locker um, stuff? Storage Wars. There you Storage go. Wars. Jesus, yeah. I watch it all the John, time. John, you'd be a great character on Storage Wars. You'd do a good job with Scoots that. Scoots is definitely a Storage Wars guy. Yeah, I like Storage Wars. You like the, uh, the one mean guy? No, I like Jared's wife. Oh, I bet you do. <laughs> we know how you are with wives. <laughs> Sandhill Crane. Is that the name of the golf course? That's that was the bird. bird. They got oh. Very wild birds. Sandhill Cranes have to be pretty big birds, right? Yeah. Very wild. Those uh, are just flying all over the place? They're going to poop on me. Yeah. It's in the fall. There's a crane thing that frequents the pond in my backyard. And pretty cool. And eats bass and stuff like that. I've given it a name. It's a... It's What's his name? A Horatio. Oh. <laughs> Horatio Sandhill Crane. <laughs> Do have the dozen all-star game tonight at 7 to replace a little bit of basketball. Oh, yeah. Go. All right. Sweet. That's exciting. Isaiah Jackson could save Trevor's sports year. <laughs> wow. How the turntables. Why, why is that? Because he's a pacer? pacer? Yeah. Yeah. Trevor has said that he's done with the NBA. Oh. He said all the – Yeah. He said all the <laughs> – He really did say that he's done with the NBA. Um, he said that it's style of play. <laughs> Oh, they're so good. They make so many shots. No, he says it's just so different than when he loved it. But I was like, Trevor, you loved it like three years ago. (laughs) (laughs) He is just, he doesn't watch many sports anymore. I mean, NFL, yes. AEW takes up so much time. He does just wrestling. And he went to WrestleMania on Saturday. Oh, 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 oh. to the Royal Royal, Rumble. Yeah, Yeah. Royal Rumble. I didn't know that. First off, he hasn't been to like a UofL sporting event in years. Yeah. But he'll drive four hours to go to Royal Rumble. He also went to an AEW event not that long ago. And But he won't go be caught dead at Cardinal Stadium or Papa Murphy's. Center, yeah. Yeah. Um, Secondly, the cat that he stole is missing. (laughs) He thinks it got out. Doesn't know where it is. (laughs) What? (laughs) One, he's not even 100% sure it got out, which is just super concerning. Of course, it could just get lost in the house. Two, he thinks it got out through the doggy door because he hasn't seen it in a couple days. Oh, my gosh. That's hysterical. Stole a cat from a loving family here in southern Indiana only to make it a stray cat in Lennytown. And Lennytown stray cats are gutter cats. All right? They live in the gutter. I've seen them. If it went out, too, couldn't it just come back? If it was in a home that it wanted to be in, I'm sure. I think it's Trevor pretty clear. Have an update. I think it's pretty clear that the cat doesn't want to be at the Kelseys. Oh, man, 
UofL can get all the recruits, but they aren't touching UK until they improve their line play. And that's one thing, though. All these good players they're getting are like secondary players, or I think they've got a wide receiver or two. Yep. Um, they did yeah. get a 2022 guy that had his second best offer was ECU. And that's a guy that will be playing on the team next season. This nice crop that they're bringing in are 2023 guys, which they'll have to hold on to for 12 months. Uh, the Pierce Clarkson guy, though, he's going to be a good quarterback for them if he if he gets there, if he plays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what reason would you want to go to Louisville sporting event? Well, they sell beer. That's true. It's fun. I enjoy going to Louisville sporting events. Had a good time at the KRC day at the ballpark. Maybe one day we'll be able to drink beer at a Kentucky sporting event. Never. Yeah, and it's still like the the atmosphere was good on Saturday, and uh-huh. but it, a lot of people were going there to see the uh, to to see Coach Hayes last game, and then it's UNC tonight. It's still U of L UNC. It's not really the same because both teams are fringe tournament team. Well, Louisville's not going to the tournament. UNC's got to get hot, but there's reasons to go. Uh, and then the last text: the Rottweiler behind his house ate the cat. Well, that's dark. I don't think that's true. Yeah. I don't need to go down that dark road, Texter. Come on. But Wara was pretty fat. I don't trust it to run away all that quickly. I don't know that I trust it to fit out the dog door. It was a smart cat, but to get eaten by a dog, is that very smart? That's our show. (laughs) Overpriced beer to watch Louisville lose. Okay, count me in. (laughs) That's a good okay. That's a good text. That's a good text <laughs> in the show on the Thornton text line. Thanks everybody for texting in. We'll be back tomorrow, game day edition of KRC. We'll preview the cats and oh my gosh, you got another text too. Oh, we'll save it for tomorrow because yeah. we'll probably have some updates on the Trevor Cat story. Everybody have a great day. This is KRC on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, oh, Justin Gale. Okay.